I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. You f***ing irritate the shit out of me! I'm only going to get this one chance. It's just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen, but I don't know what. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Hate means I do something. Hey, what's going on, peeps? It's Keenan. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Gap Cell Keenan. You know the gig. This is where I let a real salesperson sell me on their product or service. And if they can help a sales guy, my company, or they can help me personally, it's almost always a sales guy, the company. But if they find a problem that we have, I will buy. Okay. If they can't, they have to subject themselves to some coaching and learn to gap sell appropriately. All right. So today we have a Matt Powers. Let's bring in old Matt here and see what happens. Boom. Matt, welcome, my man. How you doing? I'm doing great, Keenan. Thanks for having me on. I got you, baby. I got How you, you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Let me open up my LinkedIn so I can see all the people participating. Uh, I'm good. How are you, though? Are you nervous? Um, a little bit, but um, I'm more excited. Um, I think it's going to be a. Uh, I think it's going to be great to to learn a bit from the master himself, and uh, you know, improve my skills and and hopefully you know take something great away from this and help my team as well. Ooh, look at that. he said help his team. Look at that. He's earning points just for helping the team right out of the gate. I love that. All right, dog. Oh, also for everybody listening, listen up. Everybody, do me a favor. Every single fifty-five of you right now. Go into your LinkedIn and and share this. Let's get more people on here. Let's get more people participating. This is actually a lower one than normal. Normally, these things are much higher. So everybody, right now, go do it. Share this with your friends. Tag a few people, and let's get some people watching Maddie. So, all right, Maddie, look, I'll give you like, I don't know, 30 seconds just to tell me what the hell it is you sell, at least in the ballpark of where, 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 where I am or where you are, and then the show is yours. The floor is yours. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so a little bit of background on uh, myself and Acquire. So I'm a sales development representative with Acquire. We are an omni-channel engagement solution for companies to engage with their customers. Uh, we are based out of San Francisco. Um, and we also have offices in Boston where I myself am located. Um, we also have offices in the UK and India as well. Um, we are a startup technology company. All right, fuck uh, it. I don't give a shit anymore. See, all right. <laughs> I wanted you to tell me what you at least put me in the ballpark of your product, so I knew if you were selling me a farm or you were representing, uh, uh, you know, a, a freaking uh, what do you, a money manager. But when you start telling me where the fuck your offices are, you've gone off the reservation. Right. All right, I thought you wanted a little you're bit not, of background. There, like that, that's irrelevant. And no, you're right. you got friends out here, and whoever said this, um, someone said, someone said, get their money. Whoever said that, I gotta punch you in your nose. Your job is not to get somebody's money. That's why salespeople have a bad reputation. Stop that shit. Whoever said that? You're probably a shitty salesperson. Anyways, I digress. All right, Maddie, floor is yours. Let's have at it. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, Keenan, I'm a I'm a big fan of yours. I've uh, I followed you on LinkedIn for quite some time. I uh, got to read uh, Gap Selling, which I loved. Um, and of course, through following you and following you on LinkedIn, I've come across your website a handful of times. Um, one thing that I think is really great about your website is it's kind of the homepage for. A multitude of different businesses that you run. Um, you know, you have the consulting side of it, you have the recruiting side of it, um, you have the speaking side of it, and you also run the e-commerce shop off there. Small, of course, but um, you know where you sell 
different types of swag, as you call it. And, um, you know, your books are available on there as well. Um, and I think it's great. I think it's a great resource for people to go to and, and find, you know, what they're looking for when they're trying to reach out to a sales guy. Um, the problem that I identify with your website though is stop. Why the fuck are you going to tell me I got a problem already? Look what you've done. Have you not been paying attention? I want like you went and you said, I saw your website and you told me all this stuff about your website. Why are you trying to tell me what you think my problem is? How about what problem are you trying to find? Um, how you effectively engage with your customers. Well then start there, my brother, just like start there. Go. Sure. So how are you engaging with your customers that are coming into your website at this time? They're coming into the website. That's a great question. I don't really think we, we're not, we're not. Okay. And have you taken any steps to, you know, look into improving that experience for your customers? No. And is there a reason for that? If you, you know, you said yourself that they're not engaging with you currently, is it something that you're just kind of stuck? I mean, in so, I, okay, so I guess, how do you find, define engage? Yeah. Um, so you're able to effectively reach them through the digital space and you're, you can help guide them to what they're looking for and you know, which products of yours they're most interested in. No, no. So no, so we do almost, there's almost zero engagement on the website. So all of our engagement comes through social with the exception of when they, let's say they fill out a, um, what do you call those things? A, um, uh, uh, form to, you know, get more information either through the, the, um, resource center or they want more information on a product or service but no as far as actual regular everyday engagement no none okay so if, if i'm a business and you know i've seen you on linkedin and i'm interested in getting you to speak to and motivate my team and i'm going to your website and say i want to learn a little bit more about your uh consulting business um how am i reaching out to you and your team and getting the answers that i need um so you go to the consulting section mm-hmm. you can read everything you want you can see the videos you can see the the testimonials and then there's a button or several buttons that say for more information click here and we get a uh what do you call it a form the email to our sales team that says someone's interested and we call them back okay and how long does that take on average for when someone reaches out to when you well, get back the process that shit better happen within an hour now I, I haven't called my sales team and said rachel you're getting to these now i'm not tracking it but it's supposed to be within an hour Okay. Um, so as someone that has used your website, um, I just, I, I wrote down the last time that I reached out to you guys, it was 22 hours. It took for someone to get back to me. I sent it on a Monday at two 43 and I received an email response back on Tuesday at 11 Where'd you get the response back from? Um, well, it was actually from, it was actually from Danielle, uh, in, in regards to this. Oh, okay. That's different. Okay. That's it because that think about that. That's different. That's not you looking to buy our services, but I hear you keep going. Yep. Yep. Keep going. Yep. And then, so I noticed that another way that you're, you know, people who are coming to your website can reach out to you guys and get some of the answers that they're looking for is they can, um, they can call in, right. There's just a general number on there. Yep. So I actually called that a couple weeks ago and in your defense, I didn't leave a voicemail, but I also didn't receive a call back. Um, so I was wondering if that's a common occurrence for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Look, we're, not, we're actually looking for a different, uh, a different phone service for lack of a better word. Uh, right now we're using Google voice and it, and it goes to, it rings on my computer and I think it may ring on Danielle's, but sh- you know, yeah, that, that's a shit show. And we're looking to change that right now. Not so that you are. That many people calling, people don't call that much, but we still, we're looking to change that. Yeah. And then, you know, you kind of just touched on it yourself, but actually this morning before, you know, coming on here, I wanted to, you know, try that 
that service out again and call into you guys and see, you know, what the response time was like. And I actually called and, and you were the one that answered. Yeah, and, you said I got it was wrong number. Why did yeah, you? Know? Yeah. Well, I, I was just doing my research, so you know. Well, you should have um, said, hey, see, Jesus, why did you tell you right now what you should have said is, hey, Keaton, it's me. I'm doing my research. And yeah. you want that value for impressing me instead of saying, oh, wrong number. Oh, yeah. Well, I, hey, I didn't, I didn't want to spoil it, you know. All right. Well, anyways, <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. And so really, I, like, when I, I was I was totally shocked that you were the one that answered the phone because, you know, you're, you're arguably the famous person. Most You are the most famous person I've ever talked to. So I was shocked that <laughs> you <picked laughs> We got to get you out talking to more people. <laughs> um, so, you know, I was, I was really shocked that you picked it up because, I mean – I know just from following you on, on social, you're a busy guy. You know, I, I was shocked that you had time to answer a phone call, um, you know, right then and there, just a few hours before. I mean, worked out. I mean, yeah. worked out. Um, so, you know, I thought that you guys could benefit from alternative communication tools for your customers so that they Wait, can. Why do you think I could benefit? Have you not read Gap Selling? I have. I have. Okay. So when you say, everybody listen, everybody listen. When you say to your buyer, I think you could benefit from, before you've identified my current state and desired future state, you are in 100% product-centric selling mode. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what is your goal? What is the goal in gap selling? To identify the, the problem. Okay, what problem do I have? Uh, you're not able to effectively reach your customers across all channels. Uh, 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 how, okay, define that problem for me. Okay, define, how is that a problem? My, for me, for me. Where's the problem there? Well, like we just kind of discussed, you know, you, you just admitted, uh, quote unquote, your phone system is a shit show. Um, so that's an issue right off the bat. Um, also, you What's know, the problem, let me ask you a question. Everybody pay attention to this because I love Maddie, but he fell into the main <laughs> trap of defining a problem. Maddie, if I say that it takes you four and a half hours to get ready in the morning, is that a problem? Yeah. Okay, what if you are independently wealthy and you don't need to go to work, you don't have kids to pick up, you do whatever the fuck you want? Is that a problem? No. Thank you very much. So when we think a problem is a problem, it ain't a problem until it has a business problem behind it. Mm -hmm. so, so what that I can't engage with everybody? So what that, I, that my phone system sucks? You have no idea how that's impacting me. You have no idea how that's manifesting itself on my business. So you haven't found a problem. Mm -hmm. Fair enough? Yeah. By the way, you're a Boston guy. I know you can handle this. Go Pats. But anyway. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Uh, so find a problem. Okay. Um, trying to think of it. I've watched these enough to know that you hate the self-diagnosis question. So I'm trying to avoid one of those. Okay. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. And, and I know your managers are watching because they retweeted this. And so you've got fans here. So here's the deal, right? Mm -hmm. What business problems does your product or service solve? Did you do a pick? I'm sorry. Did you do a pick? What do you mean by that? Problem oh, oh the, yeah. I, I, I have my kind of own version. Okay. So um, what problem are you trying to find right now? I'm trying to find, um, you know, why this, why what we have is valuable to you because- That's not a problem. No, I know, I know. Well, here, here let, me, let me put it this way without asking a question then. Okay. And get your feedback, I suppose, on it. Okay. Basically, what I would- what I would think would happen is if, if you have people coming into your website who are reaching out to you guys and they're waiting, you know, like I did 22 hours for a response and email, granted it was for something different, but it was still me reaching out, you know, as a follower, yep. you know, so I almost kind of thought you guys forgot about me. So I was reaching out as a follower, um, took 22 hours to get an email response. And then, you know, when I called in that first time, I granted I didn't leave a voicemail, 
but I also didn't get a call back. So if that was a company who's looking to reach out to you for your recruiting services and they didn't hear back from you, what's going to happen is they're probably going to start looking into other companies yeah, that course. provide the service for them. Of course. So let me help you. Of course. Mm -hmm. Okay. Of course. But that's, but that's not a problem by itself, right? Because you just said, if someone calls, so mm -hmm. what, yeah, I want you to ask two or three questions to determine if that could be a problem. Go. Okay. Um, do, you, do you find that you're having trouble getting back to customers on the phone? No. That was self-diagnosis. Well, no, eh, I can live with that because it's a current state. You're not asking me to diagnose a future state. You're asking me to assess a current state. That's not self-diagnosis. It's a good job, but not really. Self-diagnosis is what do you think could happen or what do you think you would like? Saying what is happening, that's not self-diagnosis. That's telling you what's going on. Right. Um, do you think not being able to, to communicate with your customers instantly is... Okay, is that's the self-diagnosis. Okay. Okay, so look, you just asked me if I think my ability to get back to customers right away is a problem. I mean, when they call is a problem. And I said, no. Why do you think I said no? Because you don't think that there's a problem there. But, <laughs> but yes, why? There could be, but why do you think I don't think it's a problem? Um, maybe no one's brought it to your attention before? No. I don't know. I'm a little stumped, I guess. Hey, you're operating. That's okay. You're operating from assumptions, right? So I'm giving mm -hmm. everybody paying attention. Here we go. I, I don't know why, I, but on side note, I don't know why we are not teaching every fucking sales organization in the goddamn world. Probably because I swear too much. That's probably why. So I promise I won't swear if you want me to work with your sales team and that you're afraid about. Because no one gets it. Dude, how many calls do you think I get on that number? I would, I would think a good amount. I mean, it's right on the... <laughs> you would think. I don't care what you think. Right. So what question should you ask right now when I said, no, I don't think it's a problem? How many, how many phone calls do you get on that line a day? Less than one. Okay. Less than one. People so don't I'll, call these days. Yeah. So now, now you could say, well, you're not marketing it correctly. Do you want more calls? I'm like, okay, that'd be a different conversation, right? But the answer is no, we don't get enough calls. Okay. So now you see why it's not a problem? Yeah. <laughs> but that's your job. Like literally, that's your job, right? Mm. So one of the things you got to understand, I'm going to help you. And, and all the people with a choir, all you sales, I'm looking down to see who's here. All you salespeople with a choir, pay attention here. Part of your game is volume. The, the more volume somebody has in engagement, whether it's visits, phone calls, outreach, the bigger the problem. Is that not a fair statement, Matt? Yeah, that's fair. But you didn't go anywhere near that. I just literally did your job. I don't even sell your products. You've got to start to look at the volume and then start dissecting the volume to be like, hey, man, you could be losing 5, 10, 50, 100, 1,000 based on you're getting 50 calls a day and it's, cost, it's taking you 22 hours to get back to them all. How many do you think you didn't get? Like, you see what I'm saying? Now you're spinning a web that this could be a problem. But just because I don't get back to them in 22 hours does not necessarily mean I have a problem. I get one call a day. It is almost never about sales. Almost never. Right. So I guess on the flip side of that coin, how many, how many emails and how many forms do you have coming in to your inbox a day? Oh, shit. Uh, Brady would know the answer to that, and I just saw her leave a note. Uh, I'm going to say 10 a day, maybe. 10 forms a day, maybe. 
And, and is that emails and forms or just those kind of long forms that you fill out on the website with like your name and your the long forms they fill out and then that shoots us an email. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then do people, does anyone just email in and not fill out the form just to email into like info at a sales guy or. Um, Brady, do people just, um, I'm asking Brady and I look at her. Uh, that those Brady, do people, yeah. How many people just hit info at a sales guy that comes to you every day? How many in a day? I don't know. I, I would say less than 10. And if it's more than that, then that poor girl's buried. But um, I would say usually it's the form, but she'll, she'll correct me here in a minute. Okay. So it's usually the form. And you said if she's responding to that, she might get buried. Um, do you, and this again, yeah, might but be, if a lot come in info it, she would get buried, but I don't think it's a lot. She would tell me, she'd like, look, we're getting pounded here. We got to do something, but keep going. Um, what about I was going to say a day. What's that? The sales guy yields about five or 10 a day. And she gets back to them all because they're usually things like, hey, I can't log into the my, it's like our support. Oh, I can't log into our online sales training. Oh, I can't find this. Oh, can you answer this question for me? So yeah, and she's on it. So she does five or 10 a day. So don't you think that those, those are questions that could be, you know, handled instantly and simultaneously rather than waiting for an email back over the course hey, of stop. a few hours? You did, again. you did it again. I am going to teach you to learn to understand rather than try to sell. Okay. So okay. When I told you there are five to 10 a day and you, this is your response. Don't you think it would be better if you could respond to those instantaneously, right? Mm -hmm. You don't even know what kind of emails they are yet. I kind of gave you mm -hmm. a hint and hear it, but yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't it matter on based on the type of email on whether or not it would be something you could get to right away or not, or instantaneously. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Cause I'm sure, I'm sure where you're going with this is some automation here. Correct. Yeah. Um, okay. So someone makes so if it's an email that if the majority of the emails are are um, support help emails like hey how do I log into my what's this and how do I do that I don't see how automation can help with that but if it's most of my sales emails right and they're the same type of consistency right then yes I might see how automation helps with that but you've got to understand the type of email I'm getting if you're going to go down the email road and we're getting these emails you got to understand what type they are so that you can figure out how you can address it am I right or am I wrong you're right so again see everybody pay attention you're so excited to try to sell what your fucking product does you don't know how to get into the buyer's world so he did a good job he went to emails he did a good job. He found out how many, but then you didn't ask what type are they? What are you doing with them when you get them? What are people's expectations? What is your company's expectation? You see what I'm doing here, man? Like you got to go deep. So right. go, keep going. So well, I was going off of what you said, you know, a lot of them are, how do I log in or, you know, how do I get to my account? Or, so is it, it sounds like you're saying that there are a lot of kind of FAQ emails that you're getting in. Um, yeah, I guess I guess if you call those FAQs, yeah, I I guess so. Hmm. But it goes across a whole bunch of different things, though, right? Because we're not just assassin of one set of FAQs, right? It's they could be right. trying to get into their online system. They could uh, not figure out how to use a promo code. They could. Um, Brady said something today that people had a question about that was random. So yes, they're FAQs, but a lot of them can be random across a lot of different things, <clears throat> from what I understand. Okay, um, so. Do you, I don't want to say, do you think again? <laughs> I caught myself there. Uh, so, want, so take here, I'm going to help you. This sure. It's actually good. What, did, what question did you want to ask me? Do you think, and hopefully I can show you how to turn into a better question. Basically what I want to get at is it, it kind of sounds like you're. First ask the question. Do you think, what question are you going to ask me? 
Do you think that the people who are responding to these emails and getting back to your customers or trying to reach out to you are kind of getting bogged down by these really simple things that, that could be handled? Okay. You know, that, that okay. okay, Maddie, that was an okay question. I don't mind. Do you think, remember what you did there? Do you think current state environment assessment? That's a good question. Okay. Do you think future state, you know, vision, not a good question, right? Do you think if you, if you could do this and this, it would save you a million bucks? I don't fucking know. Like, that's a dumb question. Okay. Unless you've already done all the work. Okay. So that one, do I think my customers are getting bogged down? Mm, no. Sorry, not your, not your customers. Your, um, do, do you think the people, who, your team members who are responding oh. to these emails are getting bogged down by having to you know, respond to each one of these simple little inquiries that are coming in so, through the email. Okay. So I could live with that question, but you can ask it a better way without, do I think? You can ask it without, do I think? Yeah. Ask that question differently. Are your team members and the ones who nope. respond? Oh, okay. Um, right again, think of a process question. Um, you want the fact, you want the data. Okay. How much time does Brady spend on answering those emails? Matt, like Matt, just simplify it. Like, yeah. think about it. You went, do you think the team's getting bogged down? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, I can live with that. But if I say no, you're fucked. Mm -hmm. But if you ask me, hey, Keenan, how much time is Brady spending answering these emails? Yep. So if I say to you three hours, you don't have to ask me if she's bogged down. Right. See what I'm, see what I'm doing? Like, yeah. Get to the data. Everybody pay attention. Matt is a great case study today. First, he's a good guy, but he's going to the place all of you go. When you managers and leaders pay attention, your salespeople do this. That's why you're getting killed. So yeah, man, just flip that question. Be like, how much time? Like, be very matter of fact, how much time do you think Brady spends answering these emails? <coughs> you want to ask me that question now? Sure. Yeah. So um, <laughs> how much time do you think Brady spends, you know, reading these emails, researching the answers for them, and then getting back to their, to your customers. I'm going to say an average of half hour a day. Brady, if it's more than that, tell me. Okay. Here's a good, okay. Yeah. Brady just said my number one email to info is salespeople asking if gap selling training applies to their product or service. Second most common is asking if Keenan do one-on-one -on -one coaching oh, man, because they don't get coaching from their company. <clears throat> so those are the two that we get. You said she spends an average, on average half an hour a day answering all inquiries that come in? 30 minutes a day or less. Yep, I'm getting good at this. Okay. Now, and does she answer those emails? And the, she answers those emails and inquiries one by one, right? Or does she, as they yeah, come yeah, in? One, or? By one, one by one. But it's 30 minutes a day. So what should that tell you right there? What should that tell you? That it's not a huge time waster. So in gap selling terms, what does it tell you? It's not a problem. Hey, good. So pivot. Don't waste another second there. What other okay. problems can you solve for us? Right? Other, right. Other problems you can solve for us. Yeah. So, um, and it, this was, you know, I was just, when I was going on your website and, and kind of using it, um, I guess, you know, I guess you can get a little lost, I suppose, when you're on the website. Like, yes. I agree. Our website sucks. So, you know, you have the consulting, the recruiting, the speaking, and you can learn more and watch the videos, but I'm, I'm sure that there's questions that people have that they're not able to reach out to you guys and Ask get answered. Don't say, right? Uh, sorry. I'm sure. Yeah. Ask a question. Are people to, able to reach out in real time and ask you guys questions that they have about consulting or recruiting or speaking? Not with in real time. No, no. 
we've thought about one of those little chat boxes down there that they could could reach out in real time. Okay. And that's kind of – yeah, so that's what I'm getting at without wanting to pitch it, you know. Well, don't pitch it. We don't, right. we don't have a problem. You haven't found a problem yet. So why why have you put that thought into that little chatbot? How do you think that would help that would help your team? I, I there's a reason I haven't. I just thought well because they can't. But so there you go. There's a perfect example. You just asked a self-diagnosing question, right? Okay, you mm -hmm. said well, why haven't you? What do you think it could do? And Deep but I want to spin this back for you. I've mm -hmm. thought about it, but then I was like, I don't know that the problem is big enough. Like mm -hmm. I, I don't know what I'd get for like I like it's sort of like well I guess I thought it would be good if I added greens to my diet, but I don't know. I, I don't like them. So whatever. Now, if I did and I got better, it's like, oh, I had a problem. I didn't know I had. If I don't, I keep getting more and more higher cholesterol, but I don't know about cholesterol. Next thing I know, I die because I didn't know. I just right. thought maybe I should. So it, it, what it tells you is maybe I think I have a problem, but it's your job to dig that out. Okay. Um, so do, do you have data on the customers that are coming into the website that, that are kind of leaving without taking any action on it? Um, like our bounce rate. Yeah. yeah sure I wasn't it. able to figure it out. Yeah, I sure we have. I don't think I've looked at it in a while, so I don't know what it is. Okay. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be interested in learning that, you know, just to see, you know, who's coming in and maybe wants to do something, but they're not able to get the information that they're looking for. Hey, you got a second, take a look at our bounce rate, but let's just assume it's 80%. Okay. Let's just go with that. I'll give you that for now. So 80% would tell me that eight out of 10 customers who are coming in to your website and you know, you don't know their goals right when they're right when they're coming on or, or why they're on. Maybe they just want to nope. learn a little bit more, but yep. maybe they're also there to, you know, they want you to pump up their team. They want you to help them um, on the consulting side of things. Maybe they want you to. For all the reasons they come, they want to read the blog. They really want to get consulting help. They want to get trained. Yeah, I get it. All those reasons. I'm sure there could be any one of those. Yes. Right. So let's say 80% of them are bouncing how much revenue do you think you're losing in people who don't can't find the information that they want? I would have no way to gauge that. Mm -hmm. I would, I would, I really would have no way to gauge it because let's, let's keep it real. Right. So I like where you're trying to go. I'm, I'm applauding you for the effort here. Right. But let's look, we know that a bounce rate is everybody has a bounce rate. Mm -hmm. we know a bounce rate does not correlate to every single person who bounced would have bought something or could have bought something. Right. right. Like we have a blog that's fairly popular, even though I haven't written on in a while. So, you know, people could have just run a search and for that blog post, they could have run a, a Google image search and just grabbed an image. Like, so we, so I like where you're going, right? Mm -hmm. But the bounce rate isn't enough, right? To, to, to go there. So try, try a different angle, but I like where you're going. Okay. Um, uh. And, and correct me if this is a this is either a, a current state one or a self diagnosis. Um, do you think that you're losing customers when they come to the website because they're not able to get the? Oh, information I'm sure. They need? I'm sure. I'm sure. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm kind of kind of stuck because I I keep like, catching myself in like the want to ask that future question, that future state without actually getting to the problem. Okay. So how would somebody determine? Okay. So how, let me ask you this question. If mm -hmm. someone, if you, what are, what are the changes somebody sees and what metrics do you use? Does acquire use to evaluate the success of your product or service? Total bounce rate is 70%, by the way, not 80. Okay. You're close. Um, you know, I think it would be, you know, 
I, I don't I don't have like the metrics right off right off the bat, so I apologize for that. But um, you don't have to apologize. No, but I, the reason I'm asking is if if your angle right mm-hmm. is that you're going to get me more engagement, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta figure out how you define that. Yeah. Okay. So. I, I guess when I when I say engagement, I mean the customers that you're able to reach out to who are on your website at that time, and you're able to capture their attention and hold it, um, and allow them or assist them, support them into getting the information that they want in real time, so that they're not kind of you know clicking on these learn more buttons and not really getting the specific questions answered that they need answered. Okay, okay but you got to define the success of that. There has to be a success value. That if I go with acquire.io, mm-hmm. right? If I go with acquire.io, that I'm getting that I didn't get before. There mm-hmm. has to be some, and it can't be I, I got to them faster. So if it's the, if if it's literally I get ten people who re- reach out or respond or en- ten people engage with us on the site, and the engagement average rate is I'm making this shit up to to engagement is I go with 22 hours to make it like you did really bad, or with acquire.io it's 20 minutes, but it's the same 22 people. I don't give a fuck. Right. right? Like, I, I don't see, like, I, you, I, like, I don't know why I would care it to that extent if it's only 22 people. Now, if it's 500 people and because it takes me 22 hours, I'm losing 400 people in potential sale. Now you kind of got my attention, but you've got, you've got to be asking questions in a way that gets me to understand, well, this is where I am today and this is what I get tomorrow. And if your whole value proposition is I can get a whole, I can talk to people faster and that's it. Why would I buy Right. Do you see where I'm going? And I know it's yeah. got to be more than that, but I'm trying to help you out. Right. Yeah. I guess I was just kind of trying to use like a like a really specific example. Like I was trying to put myself in the shoes of the customers when I go to your website and just kind of the, the issues that, that I yeah, saw. That's one person. Yes. Right. I get that. You did that. But it's a volume game. Right. right. Just because you as one person had a shitty experience. And I just told you as it relates to to the calls, it's only four or five calls a day. As far as info in me, emails is only four or five a day. And she's getting those, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, people are filling out forms. And I don't know how many of those forms. And they're all going to, to Rachel. And she's calling the back to set the thing. I, I don't know that I have a problem. And it's your job to help me understand that what I'm doing now isn't working. And it's costing me something. Right. And if you're telling me that it's just time, What's the cost of that? Do you see what I'm trying to teach you how to do here? You've got to show me I've got a cost, a negative cost to how I'm doing things today without acquire.io. Right. And I guess that's kind of like the the direction I was trying to go with, you know, people who are coming to the website and they're not able to find exactly what they're looking for. And so maybe they're leaving without, you know, maybe they came there with the intention of hiring Keenan for consulting. Maybe but they're not able to find out, you know, maybe some of the FAQs they had on it. Like maybe I wanted to get an idea on pricing. Maybe I wanted to get an idea on, um, you know, what, what exactly is the difference now that we're all virtual too? What's the difference between the consulting and the speaking? Um, yeah. So that's all maybes. So you've got to paint some picture for me that that's actually happening. Right. You can't just say, oh, well, it could be happening because I'm not going to spend money. Uh, I mean, not to tell me your price, but I'm not going to spend 500 bucks a month or 300 bucks a month or a thousand a month or whatever the case may be on something that I don't know is necessarily happening because what's good. Look here. Let's just say I turn around and I buy your product or service, mm-hmm. right? But you never actually found a problem in five months in. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting back to people right away, but I've only get like one inquiry a week. So basically I never had a problem. Right. Using your product. I never had a problem. And so now I'm spending all this money and you've got me in some contract, 
But I never had a problem because you could say, well, imagine if, or maybe, or could it be that all these people want to get hold of you can't? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you could be right. So I'd buy this thing and I didn't have a problem. Nobody was trying to get a hold of me. The, 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 the forms were working just fine and the contact us was working just fine and people were reaching out and it was all fine. So now I'm stuck. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, I need to know that I actually have a problem and you've got to show me I have a problem so that when I go with you, I'll see a discernible change. Right. Am I making any sense? Yeah, no, hundred percent. I, I guess like, I guess my, like, I'm trying to figure out how I want to word this, but I guess like, like how I guess would I do that for your, like, let's just say for your website specifically without having like a, a certain sort of metric, I guess it would be through, you know, just asking you questions, trying to identify that problem. Yeah. So I think we probably get, um, I probably, we probably, well, I don't know how many people we get visit our site now. We got <coughs> probably 20,000 visitors a month or something, maybe more, maybe that's a day. I can't remember, but, um, I have no reason to believe that people are bouncing because they can't find the information they want. I, mm-hmm. I, maybe they are right. Maybe they are. And if that's what you're trying to sell me, I'd be blown away that your company doesn't have a way for me to evaluate that. So that no, so that the only way for me to learn is to buy your product. And then I find out I didn't have a problem. and I'm stuck with this product. I, I just find that almost impossible to believe. Mm-hmm. So, so you guys got to figure out some, like, like I got to have something that suggests I have a problem that I need you guys for. And if the only problem you solve is getting back to people faster, I, I, I mean, okay. How much is your product? Uh, well, it's like totally like case by case use. Um, and the variety of different things that we offer and what you would want to go with. Okay. So all that would depend on the size of my problem and the type of problem I'm having, wouldn't it? Right. Okay. So, so, so you got to, okay, find a problem. So at least you could tell me why I would need the things I need. So don't even tell me price. What are some of the things you can do for me? I'm going to let you you talk about the product for a second, just for fun. Okay. So you, so you do mean like actually the product and like what we offer? Yeah. I'm going to let you go. You're just dying on the, on the, on the. <laughs> so what, what do you offer? What do you sell? Yeah. So, I mean, I was trying not to mention it because of course I know how much you hate yeah. like product pitching. So no, but I'm letting you but, out. You're dead in the water from a problem perspective. You, you're, yeah. you're on the vine. Yeah. Um, so what we do is we do live chat. We do chat bots. We do co-browse. We do video and voice for websites. Um, wait, 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 slow down. What's video and voice? What? What'd you say? Video and voice. So what do you mean you do video and voice? What does that mean? Like that's so our solution it's it's an omni-channel engagement solution. So stop using uh, words like omni-channel. Just, okay, <laughs> that's dumb. But yeah. Right. So what if, when you say video and voice, you, you basically give me a phone number. Yeah. So basically, if um, I was a customer and I was on the website and I wanted to reach one of your agents by voice, I could do that. You know, through my internet provider, so VoIP. Oh, and then okay. if I wanted to escalate it to a video call, I could do that as well right directly through our product. Yep. Okay. All right. All right, and then you do the chat. So basically, you allow people to reach out. Yeah. Okay. So here's my question. Simple way to put it. How how do you help customers know if they actually have an engagement problem? Right. No, really. That like 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 if if all of a sudden someone hired me tomorrow to to be a business consultant for you guys to help you guys sell, that'd be the first question I ask. Like. Okay, I get the idea that it takes too long. That's measurable. But mm-hmm. h- how do you get me to know if I actually have people who want to click a button and call me or want to do a video right from my website or want to chat? How do I know? Hmm. Yeah, I think it's a good question. Um, 
And it's I don't know because I don't know. So I mean, it all sounds cool, and this literally I think is happening. And 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 I'm absolutely welcome to sit with your you and your head of sales or your product person or whatever there, and you guys can help me understand this. But th- on another call, because now I'm just fascinated, and I want to help your business. But seriously, literally, <clears throat> I, what I feel happens is you tell people all about your product, mm-hmm. and they sit back and they, oh, this would be cool. It would be cool if somebody could just touch my website and buy. And oh, it would be cool if they could if I could just chat with them right here. Or, it would be cool if. And they buy it and then they get into it and they're like, oh, they learned I did have an engagement problem. This is great and it worked. Or they're like, oh my God, I didn't have an engagement problem. I have all these tools, but no one's clicking them anyways. And no one's really using the chat anyways. So I wasted this money. So they literally find out if they have a problem after buying. Hmm. Okay. That's my gut. And, and if, if not, and you or someone in your organization, whoever can show me how you help people see they have a problem before this, I'm down. Because mm-hmm. if, if you're right, if, all these ifs, if you're right, and if my 20,000 people that come to this site on a regular basis um, want to click, want to call, want to, and I don't know it, and by getting activate.io is going to increase the number of uh, engagements, is going to increase the number of conversations, et cetera, I'm interested. But if I don't have a problem, and it's just more ways to get the same 10, 15 people a day with random questions to, to, to contact us. No, I couldn't give a shit. I'm not going to spend that kind of money. Yeah, fair. Makes sense. That makes sense? Yeah. So that's my two cents. <clears throat> right now, if I had a B2C company, and I knew I was having 100,000 millions of people touching my website every day. Now you might cut my attention because it's, again, sheer volume. Sheer volume. Right. And I, volume yeah. Play. yeah, and I think that's, I mean, that's more our positioning than B2B, but like, you're right. Yeah. That's my two cents. See, I remember way on a quickly, I got to the volume game. Yeah. I think volume plays a huge role in what you sell. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So you should be asking volume questions early. Okay. Right? It, look, yeah. your goal should be to understand my current state and qualify me in or out. It shouldn't be to get the sale. And I feel that every person gets on the phone with me and their ideas, I'm going to get the sale. You should try uh-huh. to qualify me. Right. Okay. I'm going to test you and I'm giving you a extra time. And then we got to roll. All right. Here's the test. All right. What are the four qualification criteria from gap selling? <clears throat> All right. Um, oh man. I, 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 no, no, I, I, here's the thing. I, I read it. I read it a month and a half ago. So it was a lot all at once, but I, I mean, I was re-listening to it, to it this week. I got, I got the, I got the audio book and the regular book. Um, so I was kind of, I kind of listened to it as like a podcast, but I, I think, uh, I think I'm, I think I'm out on that one. I'm not sure. Okay. Four qualified qualification criteria from Gap Selling. Yeah. Do they have a problem we can fix? Do they admit they have the problem? Do they want to fix the problem? The problem. And then will they go on a journey with me to fix the problem? Okay. That's your job in the first discovery. Yeah. If you don't find a problem that you can fix and I don't want to fix it and I don't think I have it, well, you can't find a problem I have. And if you do, and I don't want to, and I don't admit to it, and if I admit to it, but I don't want to fix it, but even if I want to fix it, I won't go with you on the journey. You don't have a deal. You don't have an opportunity. So forget about your product, man. Like literally forget about it. Right. You've got to get in here and find out. And you, you weren't able to find out if I had a problem. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm still not sure after this conversation, you told me what you do that I have a problem. I don't know that I have a large volume of people who come to my site and abandon because they couldn't connect with us. 
Now that could be the case. I just have no evidence of that. Right. And so without in the lack of evidence, that's why I asked how much it cost. If it was a free service and I got to find out, right, then I was like, oh, look at this. I do. I drop that sucker in there and I do. And then there was an upgrade. Then I'd be like, okay, I'm going to upgrade because I see this happening. But in the absence of evidence, I'm not going to spend anything to find out if I have a problem. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. Okay. I um. Yeah, I appreciate it. I think that's yeah. a that's a major point. So, and am I understanding your product right? Am I getting that right? In in, in... yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I think I think you kind of you you understand like the general scope of it and where I was going with it. And then after I told you, you know, I think you kind of nailed it. Um, you're right. Volume is a huge thing. Um, but yeah, in terms of like reaching out and being able to get in touch with your customers, you know, um, I almost used the word omni-channel again there, but I didn't. Um, but yeah, you know, trying to get in touch with your customers, resolving support issues in real time. Okay. Things like that. So, all right. Yeah, I think that I think that's a. I think you kind of hit the nail on that. I think that is something that maybe we, me myself, I know have, have maybe have not thought as much about, or as I should have. Um, that's really why I wanted to do this to learn where I'm falling on my face. So, I'm sure, it's multiple areas. So, all right. Well, this do. I would get back with the organization, and I'd find the problems you solve, and then I'd figure out how you can help the clients see they actually have the problem you solve. Because it's going to be a tough mm-hmm. sell if you can't get the clients to recognize you they have a problem. Right. Okay. All right, my man. Look, that was really, uh, I'm proud of you. You hung in there. Well done. I appreciate it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, my man. So well done everybody. Uh, awesome. yep. Yep. Let me, uh, uh, what do I got to do here? I got to go. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. And thank you again for having me on. I appreciate it. And, um, it was, it was a big help. I think it'll be a great, you know, some great conversations that me and my team will have now. So I appreciate yeah. it. You got it, baby. You got it. Um, all right, everybody. <clears throat> Thank you to Maddie. All right, here's the deal. You watched what he went through. I hope you guys are paying attention, right? I hope you guys are paying attention, and I hope that you guys are recognizing the mistakes you're making because everybody makes them the same. It drives me insane, people. Sales leaders, sales managers, watch this. Do your salespeople do the same thing? Because we have countless conversations with my sales team, with organizations who are looking to. <clears throat> buy sales training or considering buying sales training or working with us. And they all think that their sales team has it. And I've yet, this is number 28. And I've yet to get a single person who knew how to successfully diagnose my problems through discovery, not one. So I'm telling you, I don't know what statistic, the statistics have to be to be statistically accurate, but we're going to get there. And finally the light bulb is going to go off and you're going to start to fix it. It's got to be fixed. All right. So Matt did a great job. He was super coachable. I love that about him. Thank you, everybody. Now, here's the deal. If you want to get sell me, if you want to sell a sales guy something that you think we need and we spend money, trust me, then text me here. Text me right here. And everybody else, you can text me Wells, but text me here. Um, text, I want to get sell Keenan and I will get you on the show and you can try to sell me and I'll buy it. But if you're not good, you're going to get coached live. All right, everybody. So thank you very much. I hope this is beneficial to you all. This was a long one, but I think it was a good one. Until next time, you know what I'm going to say. Peace. I'm out. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Hate means I do something.